Do we know what time it is? Do we know what time it is? That's right. It's New York Giants Street Talk. Oh, it's been a long weekend. It's been the Super Bowl weekend. Oh, we got uh, got a lot of talk. To, I want there's quite a bit I want to talk about today. Um, because of the fact that I want to talk about the Giants' salary cap, I want to talk about their pending free agents. I don't want to get into free agency yet because I want to see what the the cap situation is going to look out because I want to see how the Shane Anot is going to move around the cap. I want to see what he does. I want to see how he manipulates it. I want to see kind of where we go from there. Uh, but we do have 18 pending free agents. But I, I wanted to address something real quickly. Um, evidently, a, a YouTuber, we'll call him that, um, basically came out and was was being derogatory towards me. And um, I love it because people don't man up enough. And just if you have an issue, if you have a problem, if you don't like something I said, you don't like something I did, don't sit there and take an entire video and critique me about it. Be a man and come on the show. Be a man and have me on the show. Sack up. Got a little pat? All right, let's move on now. We got to talk about the Giants free agency. We've got 18 New York Giants that are currently going to be free agents. I have the list right here. I'm going to pull the list up at the same time that I'm going to read at the same time. We have Sterling Shepard, Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, Nick Gates, John Feliciano, Justin Ellis, Nick Williams. Uh, we also have Jihadi Ward. We have Jefferson. We have the, we have the Scottish Hammer, Richie James, Mister Fabian. Uh, we have Marcus Johnson. Oh, Shane Zimenez, uh, Julian Love, and Darius Slayton. It's interesting because of the fact that if you look at the if you look at the free agents they have, the eighteen free agents that we currently have, there's not a plethora of guys you want to bring back, I and mean, there's not a plethora of guys you want to bring back on a. A, a long-term situation. Now, Sterling Shepard is the first one that comes to my mind when I look at the list. Sterling Shepard, man, I love Sterling. He's been a great giant. He's been a fantastic guy. He's been a good locker room guy. But 30 years old, multitudes of injuries over the last few seasons. I love the guy, but I just don't want the guy back. He, he, he is a waste of cap space. He is a waste of a roster spot. And that's not being derogatory. It's not because of the way he plays. It is because of the way he cannot stay on the field. So he's gonna be he's gonna be an X mark on my list. You have Saquon Barkley. I want Saquon back. I've said it before. He had a cap number of eight last year. It's ten and a half if you tag him this year, ten point one if you tag him this year. I tag him. Plain and simple, I just tag the dude. Why? Because of the fact that at twenty six years old, if I tag him, I can still negotiate with him long term, and then I can look to see what that deal is gonna be there. There's a little hope at the end of the light, they're saying. In reference to him, him in his contract value, there, there's a little bit of hope. You hope and I'll hurry, but we gotta wait and see what kind of happens there. Then you got Daniel Jones on the list. Everyone knows my feelings of Daniel Jones. He's 25 and a half. I love it when they put it. He's 25.7. <laughs> need a little water break. We all know my feelings about Daniel Jones. You sign him long term, it's gonna have to be. A minimum of five years because of the fact that you're going to have to give a lower cap number at the uh, beginning of the contract. You have to guarantee a lot of that money, and you're going to have to push a lot of it into year three, which is when Andrew Thomas's contract is up. So you're you're playing with fire there. Uh, you also got Nick Gates again. Nick Gates, another guy who was on a three million dollar contract this year. I love the hell out of Nick Gates. Just it's time to move on. John Feliciano. John Feliciano was a waste. Waste of space. I, I never liked Feliciano. I never liked the signing. Um, I, I've said it a million times before. Glowinski and him were not guys that I wanted to bring in. Understand why they brought them in. Just not guys that were, I think, talented enough to be on to be on the roster. But you know what? So you, something like I said, we were no, we are notably in a rebuild. So you had to have guys, and you had to have at least quality NFL. 
type players. They may not be NFL quality players, but they could be NFL type players. We can discuss that later. You also have Nick Williams, you know, Nick Williams, 32 years old. Uh, again, you got Matt, you got, you got, you know, the, you got old Matt, the running back. Uh, Matt Breida. I like Matt. I would bring him back at 27. He only made 1.1 million last year. I'd bring him back. You got Jahadi Ward. Jahadi Ward was at 28 years old, was a, um, was a revelation at times for the Giants. He was the heart sometimes of the Giants defense, uh, the way he got people fired up, the way he played, but he also was a liability at times. Definitely would bring him back. Tony Jefferson, I'm letting him going out to the, uh, I'm letting Tony go. Uh, the Scottish Hammer, we're sending him back to Scotland. <laughs> and I, I will help pay for the ticket. Let's send him back to Scotland. Let's move the horse. We got Richie James. You know, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not fired up about keeping Richie James. You know, he was only made a little over a million this year, but I think there's other valuable, uh, I think there's other guys you can bring in. Don't bring back David Sills. We've had the David Sills experience going on for about four years now. Played in 11 games, what started six, and he proved to be what everyone thought he was going to be, at least whatever I thought he was going to be. Um, but with sign move on from Sills, you got Mr. Fabian. I'd bring Fabian back 28. He was kind of, he was not another guy that was a revelation. You got Marcus Johnson, the wide receiver. I'm, I'm letting Marcus go. You got, ho Shane, can you see? Well, you got to do right. ho Shane, can you see? Uh, I'm not bringing those Shane back. He played well in spots. He played well in moments. But there was just not enough there. And then we have Julian Love. Julian Love is the, um, Julian Love, you would think has been on this team for, oh God, like eight years. He's only 24 years old. I don't know, Trudam. Um, I got to think about Julian. I got to think about bringing Julian back. He's probably going to, his his market value, I mean, for his position. Now, like I said, he had one stellar year. One stellar year. Kind of, kind of, kind of went down the slope a little bit here and there. People forget two years ago he was benched and didn't come back in until, and he actually came back in and played the nickel. Um, but like I said, he's a guy that, like I said, I think he he fits the mold of Wink's system. I know some people have a market value anywhere between seven and a half to nine million dollars. If I'm good, if I'm looking at Julian Love, I'm looking at the lower end of that number. I'm looking at seven and a half. Would he be interested in coming back seven and a half? Could he get more in the free agent market? That's a great question. I don't know. That is a wonderful question. I don't know if he could or will get more, but it's it's interesting to see where he could end up. Now, the problem with the giant salary cap, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, and we, we've talked about this before because everyone's like, well, we have the third most amount of money in the league. Okay, well, here's the problem. You don't have a quarterback under contract. That's an issue. You don't have your star running back under contract. Any other year, if you had a true number one quarterback that you were in love with, he's making 30, and your star running back is making 12, so there's 42 of your 44. So I love when people get all excited about all the money, all the money we have, all the money we have. Well, let's take a look. At, let's just examine this for a minute. You're not moving on from Leonard. Leonard counts for almost 15% of your salary cap. He's got a cap hit of 32 million. He's got a dead cap number of 20. You've already gave him a, a dead a dead cap number in 2024. I just don't see you moving on from Leonard. I don't see them extending Leonard. I think that's the big issue. I don't see that happening because of the fact I think they're trying to get out from underneath that contract. And I'm not saying Leonard Williams has, Leonard Williams has not played well at times, but the problem is this. 
He is a guy that wanted to get paid like Aaron Donald, wanted to get paid by like a defensive end as he was a defensive tackle. It was time. It's time to move on. He, he, the run defense was just as poor with him in as it was with him out. So we could, you know, I mean, so this will be the last year of Leonard Williams. You know, Kenny, you know the smooth sounds of Kenny G. Bringing you the smooth sounds of Kenny G. Seventy-two man. million. Not worth it. Oh yeah. As you can plainly see. You know he's gone. You know he's gone. You know he, he counts for almost nine and a half percent of the cap. He's going to give you more cap savings not being on this team. So he's gone. He's gone. So you're going to pick up some cash there. Adoree Jackson. Adoree Jackson's got one of these weird contracts. He's got $19 million dead cap number. Excuse me, $10 million dead cap number on a $19 million cap hit. I think you may want to look at giving Adoree maybe a little bit of an extension of moving some of that money or asking if he'll re- rework some of that deal. But here's the problem with that. You have to remember, it's it's the injury bug for Dory. It's the injury situation that's going to cause the most amount of problems. Can he stay healthy? Can he fit into that mold? Will he fit into that mold? And that's kind of the question that we need to address. Can he and will he? Then you have Dexter Lawrence. And see, like I said, the interesting part about the Giants contractually, the way their cap is set up. The big three are the guys that you have the most ability and the most flexibility to try to work and massage some of that money. That's Williams, Kenny G, and Adore. The problem is you don't want to do that with Leonard. You're already going to get rid of Kenny. And then Adore, you you got to be very leery about extending him or pushing out some of that money because you do have big contracts coming up with Dexter Lawrence and uh, Andrew Thomas. So the, the issue you run into after your big three is on your cap you got a lot of guys making what you refer to as more towards above average NFL salaries. The next guy on the list is going to be Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence is going to make $12 million and he's got a dead cap number of 10. So you're not moving on from Dexter Lawrence, 100%. You're not moving on from Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas' cap hit is 10. The dead cap number is 10. You're not moving on from him. Mark Lewinsky really is kind of, he's another guy that's freaking screwy. He's got a cap number of 8 and a dead cap number of 8. So you're not moving on from him. So you're already looking at one, two, three, four, five, six guys you're not even going to touch. Then after that, you have Leonard. Excuse me. After that, you have Kayvon Thibodeau. Nothing you can do about that. You nothing you want to do about that. You have Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod's contract is calling for six. His dead cap number is five. You're going to keep Tyrod because you need a backup quarterback. You have Evan Neal. Then Graham Gano. Nothing you're going to do. You're moving on from Sterling Shepard, which is fine. You have Darnay Holmes, who's got a cap number of two point nine. But then only a dead cap number of a hundred to hundred ninety seven thousand. You're gonna look at you're gonna look at Darnay and see is there someone in the draft or someone in free agency that can allow you to absorb that cap his loss. Darnay played great at times, but he also had issues at times. Xavier McKinney, you're not moving on from Xavier, of course. Wanda Robinson, you're not moving on. Aziz Ojolari, Aaron Robinson, Matt from to me, Matt from the Connecticut from should go. Matt from Connecticut should be gone. That's a that's one point one million dollars in savings. Yeah, uh, you got Cordell Flott. I think you'll probably Cordell will be back. You got Smith. Smith's going to be back. Then you got a bunch of ancillary guys like Wyatt Davis, Shane Lemieux, Dane Bellinger, Dane Belton, Cam Brown, Carter Coughlin. You got Bredesen, who's not going to be back, um, and that's going to save you a million. You, you got uh, you got Colin Johnson, who's going to save you a million. You got uh, well, you got uh, what's the name of the guard? Phillips is going to save you a million. You got Brightwell. 
who can save you 900,000. You got Rodarius Williams that can save 800,000. You're going to keep McFadden. You're going to keep DJ Davidson. You're going to move. You, you already signed Vernon Butler to a futures contract. These are all guys that are also a lot of the guys are already signed to future contracts. We already have 54 players under, under cap right now. I should say under contract right now. But as you can see, renegotiating and moving and massaging these numbers are going to be extremely difficult this year because of the fact that four guys, or really three guys, tie up a good portion of your cap space. If you look at it, three guys tie up almost, well, you know what, let's uh, let's calculate, let's calculate this out here. I have a cal- that's a great thing about doing this. I have a calculator right here. So you have 14% plus 9%. Plus eight percent is so you have thirty two percent of your cap space tied up into three guys. One of them's going to be gone. Two of them you could potentially maneuver to the contract, but then you're going to have to push that money away. And like I said, the general man, the head coach looks at the season. The general manager looks five years down the road, and I think Shane is smart enough to understand you need to look five years down the road. And I think he gets that. I think he understands that. But it's going to be a difficult situation to look at this and say, this is what we can do with the salary cap because it's going to be, it's going to be, it's not as going to be as bad as last year, but it's going to be interesting because of the fact, like I said, you don't have your running back and you don't have a quarterback under contract. That's why you have the third most amount of salary cap space in the league. So it's going to be interesting to see how Shane, with his 11 draft picks, maneuvers this roster. Now, I see that Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is, is there, there, there's a rumor, there's a potential rumor that he could be traded, that he could be moved on from. And they've already, the Baltimore Ravens have already said they're tagging him. They're tagging Jackson. They're tagging him. They're tagging Action Jackson. I would too. Carl Weathers, that was, I think, Carl Weathers to me was a better Action Jackson. In the movie Action Jackson, <laughs> um, but they are they're going to tag. But they said they would have discussions with moving on. Now I was talking, I was texting T Brad on Sunday, and I laughed because I told T Brad I am only trading half our draft picks and half the team to get Lamar Jackson. That's it. I'm drawing the line at that. It's not going to happen though, because Lamar Jackson's an MVP. He 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 he's he's the last two seasons he has he's had issues staying on the field, but Baltimore's not getting rid of Jackson. They're not. They're not moving on from. Him. I wish they were. The same with Odell Beckham Jr. Please stop with the Odell Beckham Jr. crap. I saw someone who lied and was like Odell Beckham said he's going to come to the team. We should draft a guy from Princeton. <laughs> stop doing shit for the cliques, the blicks, the bleeps, and the boops. Stop it. Just stop it. Be honest. Can we just have some freaking honesty? Yeah, I understand. This is supposed to be an entertainment me- medium. But the fact is, if you're lying to fans, you're doing a disservice. Giant fans, you're doing a disservice to them by creating crap and lying to them about it so you can then get likes and and views. It's a disservice. It really is. Uh, we, um, We got a new special coming up right here. This new special is going to be called On the Mic. We already have a subscriber. Come on for 10 minutes. Take over the show and do whatever they want. The first person on the mic... Is going to be one of our favorites, and we, we've missed him a little bit. It's going to be the Dahmer. So let's go on the mic with the Dahmer. Right, this is the new segment. It's called On the Mic, and tonight we're on the mic with, or today, or I don't even know what time it is, but we're on the mic today with a guest, a a friend, a person who was on the program many times before. It's always the Dahmer. 
the UK Dom, coming on here talking to New York Giants Straight Talk. Dom, you are the first contestant, we'll call you a contestant, or maybe the first <laughs> participant on On the Mic, where On the Mic is you have 10 minutes to extol the virtues of anything you want in New York Giants, to, to, to ramble, which means walking in the UK, I just learned that a couple minutes ago, or just uh, have a conversation. So, um, Dom, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, all good. Thanks, Tim. Uh, excited for the new segment. How are you? I'm good. Are you ready though? Because uh, I'm gonna have ready. I'm gonna have the countdown timer, and you're gonna you, like I said, you are gonna take over. So we're. We, I mean that that's thrilling for everyone. That is that is thrilling for everyone. And here we go. You know what? We have to have the drum roll. And here we go. The first segment of on the mic with the Dahmer. You're on. Your clock is starting now. Well, pressure. I know it is pressure. Because I still haven't hit the button yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so starting now. Now it's starting. Now I got the. I have the. I have the countdown timer. It is starting now. You go. Superb. Right. Last season. Right. We were. We were. We were much better than anyone thought we were going to be. Results-wise, sensational. So, well, for, for us anyway. But look, I'm not taking anything away from the achievements. But I think we can all expect to step back next year. Uh, we got the rubber the green a lot. We won a lot of the close games. And the history of the NFA says that a certain proportion, not 20, 30% of teams don't make the playoffs again next year. And I think given our lack of cap space, a lot of holes on the team, significant piece entering free agency um, in need of a new contract, that probably means we're prime candidates. So, despite that, I think the future is bright, but we do need to start getting things right now and build on, let's be honest, some successes from last year. So I wanted your take and have a chat about, because no one wants to listen to me for 10 minutes, um, about some of the issues we've got going on this year. And what would you prioritise? Um, and Or if we can work out it between us, what, what this off-season looks like, because we've got a lot of, lot of issues. In fact, here's your new title. We've got, we've got 99 problems, and Leo is one of them. Uh, well, not, for, not, after, not till after this year. <laughs> No, no, very true. I mean, I never thought I'd be Jay-Z. But, um, but yeah, I thought we could just work out where we prioritise it because we're not going to fix everything this year. So, so what do we go with first? Well, you got, you got to go with free agency first. That's, that's going to that's gonna be, be the first stop on this bus. Um, and you need to figure out exactly how you're going to retool and rebuild this team because I think the same way. I think that we are going to take a step back next year. Um, I know a lot of fans don't want to hear it, but our schedule is going to get more difficult because we may have the playoffs. We're going to be picking, of course, the 25th overall. And I've said it before, you're not cemented at that pick. You can, you could trade that pick. You can do whatever you want with that pick, but there's going to be a little bit of difficulty because you have two cogs. I think one is a vital cog and one is a cog that's going to over be overpaid if he stays that needs to get resigned. You also still have Darius Slayton. You have Julius Slub. You have the receiving core. I mean, there's, you have, you have to start from, the offense and you have to start between the two captains and that's going to be Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. And they're going to, what you do with them is going to predicate where you go this season with the team. I mean, you're, you're exactly right. And I I don't want to spend ages on those two because you've, you've done a load of videos in the past, but I think the choices are Saquon or Daniel. For me, the cap doesn't really put both in unless you, uh, extend out and backload the contracts. And I think if I'm the agents of both of those guys, I am not doing that. Um, you don't want that. Saquon's coming off injuries and Daniel Jones has been 
inconsistent. To be fair, to be, to be, I'm being kind. That's being nice. Um, um, you know, over his career, he has had one good year in inverted commas and three and and three below average ones. Um, so if I'm his agents, both of them, I'm I'm not accepting backloading, and that makes it difficult for Shane. Well, the the other issue that uh, are the other conundrum for the Giants is going to be you have Andrew Thomas's contract coming up in McKin- two, coming up McKinney. in two seasons and Dexter Lawrence. And the fact is, if you you can't really backload Daniel Jones's contract because of the fact that if you push out forty five million to year three, that's Andrew Thomas's year. That's that's his contract year. So, I mean, it's it's going to be, like I said, the Giants need to understand cap management, which I think they do, and the Giants need to move to the right direction in reference to holding on to the players they want to have hold on to and, you know, and moving on from the players maybe they should move on from. I mean, I, mean, I think we both agreed that we'd prioritize Buck over, over Jones, which obviously leaves a hole at quarterback. I mean, I mean what, what, would, what, would your, what would your approach be? Dra- drafting, presumably. I've said it before. I I'm a uh, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a hooker fan, and I'm not talking the other one. Well, I, wait, wait a minute. Do I have it? Hey oh That's what she said. Sorry, I'm a hooker fan. I, I think that uh, Hooker from Tennessee, even though he's 25 years old, coming off the ACL, uh, fits what Brian Dable wants to do. I think I like his maturity at 25. I like the fact that his body not his body and his mind probably have physically matured. Um, so I think that's gonna that will help his uh, maturation and progression uh, into becoming and, a starting and the quarterback. Makes him fall? What's that? The injury makes him fall in the draft. It makes him to sec. I think he's falling to the second or third round. So I'm still thinking I mean, if you want to go, if you want to get your wide receiver, you go get him. I don't. I'm I'm not particularly fond of any of the wide receivers that are sitting there at 25. But if you want your wide receivers, you go get them. But here's my other thing: you can also trade up in the second round. If you feel that Hooker is going to be gone early part of second round and get your guy because you got eleven draft picks this year, would you would you contemplate a bridge for a year? Now last year I was I was comfortable with that, but I'm less comfortable this year. A bridge quarterback, I mean. No, I you know I understand that was a say swore that was my dramatic pause uh, before I went into this answer. It, um, as long as the bridge isn't Daniel Jones, I'm fine because that's because that's a bridge over. That's a bridge, bridge over troubled water. No, I mean I, I don't want to deal with that again. I don't want to run that back, but we, we're pro- you know what? If you, if you believe what the reports are that, that we are going to end up running it back. I mean, moving moving on, m- moving on. I mean, I'm I'm not sure Jones would be the good idea, but let let's say we fix a quarterback, uh, and let's say we go with our preferred option. So your first round pick. Is what wide receiver, linebacker, cornerback? I don't think there's a I don't think there's a linebacker that's worthy outside. I, I think the 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 two guys are going to go in the top fifteen. I don't think there's a linebacker that I would take at twenty five that I probably couldn't get in the second or third round. Um, I'm a little leery about the wide receivers this year as well. After after the after the top guys go, I don't think it's like a draft like it was a couple of years ago. Um, it's not deep, is it? It's not. It's not as deep as some make it out to be. I think what you need to learn and what we need to worry about is, and you know, what, it's they always say the old adjective that you, you know, you go with the best player available. You don't. You don't pick by position because picking by position is usually when you get your ass in trouble. 
So I'm hoping the Giants are smart enough and to figure out. We've never been burnt like that before. No, never, never, never whatsoever. So I hope the Giants are smart enough to pick and understand that they take the best player available uh, regardless of the position. Yeah, and corner's looking a likely option, potentially, if you don't go quarterback, given the depth of that and, corner, and the need as well. Corner and need, I mean, you have Adore Jackson coming off a pretty good season. Uh, he was injured. Um, he's got a contract that's one of the top four on your team right now, so there could be some finagling to try to get him either if you, if you try to extend him, I don't know, but he, he, he could potentially. I'm not saying he's going to be a cap casualty, but he does carry a big nut right now on his contract. Um, so you you know you need a CB too. You you, you let Julian walk. You know Julian Love walk. You, you're gonna need a you're gonna need a strong safety. I mean it, it's um there's there is a, there is a conundrum with this team right now that people don't want to talk about because there is still the euphoria of the season. But the question is going to be does the euphoria wear off once we get into the day to day of the 2023 offseason? You have two minutes, Dom. Two minutes. I mean I I think it's inevitable. It will. But I really hope it doesn't, because as I say, I think it's bright. And if we're really smart, and I'm going to ask you about the free agency approach, but my approach is really low-key, don't go any big pieces. There isn't the pieces for it. Just just get some pieces in, get the best you can in, and then try and build that through the draft and fill that through the holes there, not necessarily for this season, but next next couple of on. Well, I think um, I think the one I, thing people I mean, many, see, I, you have you sorry, have a minute and a half, but I want to try, say something real quick. I think what a lot of people don't understand is you signed Daniel Jones, you signed Saquon Barco. That is your free agency. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and that's why I wouldn't do that. Minute fifteen, uh, <laughs> pressure's yeah. on now. So, ah, pressure's, pressure's on. on now. But um, so I mean, but my strategy, and here, here's my final thoughts, because you know I always prepare for these. You always do. So, so my view would be it's it's Barkley in, Jones out, try and draft your quarterback, um, and then from that on, wet way off, you just try and fill your pieces through the draft on best player available, so many holes you can, and then in my free agency strategy would be to to go low key, fill fill some sort of holes on the lower 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 end, you know centers or safeties or. Which tend to earn less, and try and fill it that way, get through, and then and then carry on moving, and hope the fan base back it on from there. Because I'll I'll be right behind them. You'll be right behind them. And Dom, that was your ten minutes on the mic. Appreciate you coming in for the being the first guinea pig for this segment. Want to thank the Dommer for coming in, having a good time. And you know what? Stay sexy, my friend. <laughs> We're out of here. I look forward to getting stated in the comments. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed the show today. I know I had a lot of fun doing it. It was good having Dom on. If you want to be on, just email me at Tim at OnlineBigBlue.com, and then we'll set you up, have you come on the mic. It's real easy to do. Speak your piece for 10 minutes and then move on. Uh, you know, we got a lot going on. Now the Super Bowl has ended. Let's move forward. Let's let's sally forward. Go. And you know what, Giant fans? This is Tim. This is Junior Giant Straight Talk, and I'm glad you were able to to hang out with me this long today. I think we're going to have a video on Friday. I haven't decided yet, but you know what? We're going to push it for them from there, and you know what? I'm out of here.